Hello everybody, this is Daniel from No Pain No Spain on a Thursday evening, kind of late, it's about 9, 9.30 I believe and it's been a very long day. I was speaking to a tremendously uh, important person in my life and I was telling her that fuck, being unemployed is a lot more job than having an actual job and, and it really is because uh, people with um, busy minds and it's not that I don't get me wrong I'm not a productive guy I don't do anything productive at all I haven't stopped all day doing stuff and I believe apart from the time with my son the rest is just absolute bullshit R writing, reading uh, trying to record uh, fix the door uh, uh, fix the window clean the bathroom uh, oh shit the dog needs to go out Oh, well, since I'm out, I'll better go shopping. Two hours shopping. Uh, come back. Fuck, I gotta go get the kid. But I need to write this paragraph before I forget about it. So I write it. Shit, hurry up. Get the bicycle. Put the back seat on it. Whew. Rush through the highway. Cars are going crazy. What the fuck is this guy doing in the middle of the road? Yeehaw! Here I go. Pick up the kid. Come home. Um, the dog and the cat have uh, fought over a piece of plastic they were playing with and they uh, they dropped the whole uh, they dropped the pictures of in the in the uh, in the wall fuck a lot of things happened today then the afternoon then I had a session then I had to speak to this guy then I had to go and see if one person who I had a compromise with was still open to this compromise and that's another hour and then come back uh, food is ready. Let's eat. Fuck. Let's play a little bit with uh, my son. Shit. It's time for a shower. Hey, let's go and take a shower. Papa, I don't want a shower. What the fuck are you talking about? Get in here. No, no. For chasing him around the house. And we have a ritual with showers at home, which is a little bit intimate. So allow me to fill your brain with images that you might not get rid of so quick. But the, the ritual is in... Um, so our, our, our home is L-shaped, okay? It's a little bit L-shaped, so it's, uh, it's not squared, it's L-shaped. So we go to the, to the end of the L, where there's uh, the, the guest room there. We get naked, and then we run all the way to the bathroom, which is in the opposite side of the house. Bare-ass naked, me and him. I'm guessing the neighbors have a shitload of pictures of us, and uh, the police are already waiting for the last... For someone else to say something and come and pick us up. Because uh, most of the times we forget to close the curtains. <laughs> so, uh, and our terrace is 20 yards, 30 yards away from a building of about 17, 18 apartments. And they're all looking towards us. So... That's uh, the ritual. So, okay, coming back to my day. So we take a shower and, of course, uh, he doesn't want a shower. Now he wants a bath. So all that, I don't want to take a shower. Now his son doesn't want to get out. And he asks me to tell him stories. So I tell him stories of when I was a kid. And, and I make up half of that shit and, and try to remember the other half. So pajamas on. Now he wants a story. I ain't got time for stories, man. So I tell him a quick story. Then his mom comes. Then I go get the table out now get the dog out and here I am so 
that's my day and one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys today is procrastination I never knew how to is it procrastination or procrastination whatever you know what I mean I'm the, probably the biggest procrastinator on earth and uh, in spite of everything I say that I keep myself busy uh, somehow I feel that everything I do is an excuse to not do what I really have to do so I'm unemployed I lost my job I'm, uh, I'm a little bit desperate money wise I'm not completely desperate but I'm beginning to to see <laughs> a very very dark future near future so I should be doing stuff and I am don't get me wrong I am but I'm sure not enough or at least that's the feeling I get and that's the feeling you get with uh, procrastination I guess procrastination kind of settles in when you start not seeing quick results on the actions you take and this is something you we should learn throughout life that the more it takes to do something the more effort you put on it the better the result but us lazy procrastinating assholes don't see it that way we put ourselves into a into a situation we put up put all the effort after a while we get distracted with something that of course brings more immediate benefit gets more immediate results and uh, and allows time for you to allows you time to procrastinate I'm guessing that's the word um, anyway so it, this is going to be a very short podcast because um, I, I really need to sleep guys I really need to sleep it's been since since I've been unemployed I seem to as I said before I seem to be doing triple of what I regularly do and uh, man I am fucking wasted I can't wait to get to bed and, 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 and also I haven't been sleeping well in the last 30 years <laughs> so I'm going to try and uh, take one of those magic pills and talking about pills before I go allow me to actually it might not be a short podcast I don't know let's see where this goes but on Wednesday we took our kid to the to the forest school it's a school that only on only on Wednesdays well some hippie ladies take the kids into the forest and have them swing and well whatever and so I, uh, I have a friend who lives nearby where I leave the kid and so I called her and uh, we went there and she prepared some tea she's real she's a <laughs> she's a nutcase I absolutely love her but wow she's uh, I think she's, she's never lived in our dimension and and she is so intense that, uh, again, I love her. I, I, I do. I do. She has. She was present at very important parts of our lives. She's a friend of the family, not mine only. And she hadn't seen Gerard for. A, I think. I think she saw him when he was born. Never saw him again. So, when she heard we were nearby and 
and that Gerard was there, oh man, she, she was the first one to come running and see him and then we met and uh, it was very special, it was very special. Nevertheless, she's going through dire straits uh, as we all are. She lives in a commune and she, well, she has a very simple life. Very good life, but simple. Nevertheless, lately she's been having some economical troubles. And so I was uh, speaking to her that maybe since we're both in the same boat, maybe we could do something together. Maybe we could you know, take advantage of all the hippies she knows and I don't know, whatever. But then we, the conversation went into, of course, uh, transcendental issues on, on more mystical uh, part of life because the, the, the reality uh, is not something that you can speak with her on a known-to-no basis because she doesn't live in, <laughs> in our reality. <clears throat> but the subject came out about drugs because <clears throat> she, of course, she smokes a lot of pot. And she and her husband smoke a lot of pot and they actually have their own, uh, their own plantation and they dry it and I'm not sure whether they sell it. I don't think so because they wouldn't be in dire straits, but they had... They showed me their stash and god damn it, that's a shitload of pot. I mean a shitload of pot. There must have been five kilos of pot there, but I didn't ask no questions. I don't smoke, I don't take drugs, so actually no, I, uh, she gave me some uh, CBD because they also grow CBD. And CBD is something that I'm very fond of and which is uh, actually now that I remember, I should, rather than take the magic pill, I should smoke some CBD anyway so the subject of drugs came out and so we well we had common interests uh, she's uh, she's uh, well, she's into that hippie world so I mentioned that in the transcendental experience well there was this drug called DMT and then she says well then she looked at me she goes I've tried it so I go what where who when and so she mentioned this uh, pseudo guru, or I don't know, I have to meet him still, who apparently does DMT sessions in a very friendly and safe setting, and uh, that he has a lot of experience on it. So I, first thing on my mind was, dude, hook me up with this motherfucker now. <laughs> because... As in very earliest podcasts, you know, I'm, I'm very interested in the DMT, exclusively DMT experience. In case you don't know it, I'll, be, I'll do a quick recap, but DMT has three main qualities. And three, actually, I shouldn't say main, they're unique qualities. First of all, DMT is a molecule, right? So it's, it's something that apparently something someone with very basic knowledge of chemistry can do it in its kitchen yeah. uh, and uh, so that's the that's the regular one but there's also a dmt which is called dmt mod5 which is from a frog from the sonora desert in mexico which i've been told and i've read and i've seen that that's not something to fuck with Okay, if you are, if you're ever going to take DMT, make sure you know which one is it. Is it the, the regular one, the one somebody, somebody made in a kitchen or something, or is it the one they brought from Mexico from a frog? Because it can be 
the difference can be life or death. Okay, for as for the frog DMT, uh, that's a shamanic experience. That is something else. That is. Uh, but allow me to, to, to explain just a little bit more about the DMT because uh, a lot of you guys have, uh, are probably thinking about ayahuasca or peyote or, uh, or all these uh, uh, Mesoamerican uh, stews and shit. Well, yes and no. Okay, so ayahuasca, for example, ayahuasca does have DMT among other things because DMT is not digestible. Your, uh, <laughs> your, your stomach uh, absolutely destroys it and has, it doesn't absorb through the bloods or nothing. So in order for them to make it digestible, they had to mix it with other, with other uh, leaves and plants and roots, which are also hallucinogenous. So, they, so the experience is not a DMT exclusive experience. It's a mixed experience. That's why the ayahuasca uh, experience can last eight 10, 24, 48 hours, you know, because it's a mixture, it's, it's something else. Uh, the DMT thing, as I was saying, the three unique qualities of DMT is, number one, it is not addictive. Uh, it, uh, you can smoke 50 times a day, which you won't, and you can't, but if you did, you, you, can't, you can't get addicted to it. You know? Number two, the experience lasts 15 to 25 minutes, half an hour at the most. And once the experience finishes, it finishes. So there is no hangover, there's no leftover residues of you being dosed off and shit like that. Um, apparently what I've been told and what I've read is that once the experience is over, it's over. You're back to 100% normal. You can get in your car and go home. You can get in the subway, find your bus and go home. But the th and the third quality, which is the most important for me, is the reason why I'm so interested in this, is that, is that the DMT experience is mostly universal. So what does that mean? It means that in all other drugs, your identity, your sense of... Uh, your, your state of consciousness, your humor, your mood influences the effect the drug has on you okay so let's say you had a hard day you had a very disappointing day and you smoke whatever you do you take cocaine or something well chances are that that mood is going to be augmented you know or diluted but it, 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 it the mood has a lot to do with the effect the drugs have on you on dmt it doesn't you me your neighbor the guy you're looking at across the table if we all smoke it, we will all have the same experience. The same experience. So, I've been thinking a lot about that. How can that be? And why can that be? And the conclusions that I've come up with are pretty simple. I'm a simple guy. Remember, I'm not smart. So, you may come up with other conclusions. But the conclusions I came up with was twofold. Number one that if the experience is universal that means there is a point of connection between all of us there is one common place for all of us to go call it heaven call it hell call it 
the Vedas, call it the Upanishads, call it whatever the fuck you want to call it, but there is one place in which we can all go, okay? Again, remember, I'm not a smart person, so I'm trying to make sense of this. And the second uh, conclusion that I came is that if, if we all go to the same place and we all have the same experience, this is because it transpasses or it bypasses, rather, your identity. So your identity is no longer with you. So it's another part of you that crosses by. Now, the DMT experience, I'm not going to mention it here. If you're interested, look it up. There's a lot of information out there. Be careful which information you look at because, of course, these kind of things um, attract the worst. The hippies, the crazy guys and shit. But if I could recommend, there's two things that you should watch. And one is... Um, uh, Hamilton ha- Hamilton Pharma- Pharmacy, I think it's called Hamilton's Pharmacy, Hamilton's Pharmacy or something. Okay, and they uh, he he's a chemist and a very good one, but he's also a fucking freak, and he's uh, he's going around the world trying all drugs and doing chemical analysis, and he's uh, I think it's worth watching. Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, it's called. Okay. And the other person, and the other, you should read or see something about it, is Joe Rogan. He's very into that, and he has a lot of experience, and he's very supportive of that. But there have also been a shitload of scientific uh, tests and uh, experiments and with DMT, and the conclusions are mind-fucking-blowing. And I mean mind-fucking-blowing. Anybody who's had the TNT experience, everyone, every single one of them have the same thing to say. Your life will never be the same after the DMT experience. So, when my friend said, I know someone, because it's in, in, in Spain apparently it's not easy to find in its purest form, uh, there is a lot of DMT out there, but they, they call it Changa which is a mixture of DMT and shit. No, 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 I don't want that. I, I'm not a junkie. I don't want the drug experience. I don't want the, I don't want the high. I want the, the, the DMT experience, period. <laughs> so uh, when she told me about this, I, of course, hook the fuck me up quick. First of all, I want to meet this guy. See what's he, what's he like? What's up with his energy? What's up with his... Uh, plans what's the protocol to this shit and if everything works well and if 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 everything happens because you know let's hope it does well shit i'm finally after being reading and investigating about dmt i'm finally gonna have my dmt experience this is wishful thinking because i haven't even had contact with him yet and as far as i know this was wednesday i spoke to her and as far as I know, she hasn't gotten in contact with him yet because he can't find him. So, but eventually she will find him and, and I may have the opportunity to, to cross over because that's what they call the uh, DMT experience. But do yourself a favor. Uh, look it up. DMT. I'm not going to even try to pronounce what that means. Dextrometer, or whatever the fuck. 
uh, I mean, my dyslexia and my monotone nasal voice can even think about pronouncing a word like that. Look it up. DMT experience. Anyway, so it was going to be a short podcast. Uh, you see that there is no song in the beginning of this podcast because Spotify has canceled all external links. Man, those guys are the devil, man. Uh, but anyway, so I'll try to find ways to hook up with you so with some music. Okay, well, came out to be a nice podcast. Anyways, guys, you have a great day. Keep well, keep safe. Bye-bye.